Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared Bob here. I'm coming at you live from the shed. Uh, inside the shed is what it it actually kind of does look like. It's where I am. Yeah, I mean, um, it looks like wooden planks. I thought shed immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for whatever reason, my Sarcasm Speaks background wouldn't load, so I had to it pick one up of the... for a second. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Not at first. Yeah, well, on my end, I didn't see it. It didn't load, so I just picked one of the stock ones. So, uh, yeah, it looks like I'm inside of a shed, I guess. Mm, looks like the outside of a shed. Well, I'm okay. So I'm in front of the shed. <laughs> Could be the back of the shed. Uh, that's true. It's not. It's hard to see. I don't see a door. That would be an indicator. What if it could also be the side, right? And then which side? Well, the side. The left side, the right side. Which one strong, would be the left side? Strong side, weak side. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so here we are. Um, maybe I'll, uh, I don't know, that, that might aggravate people on YouTube. I don't know. I was going to say maybe I'll change the background every episode. I'll just have a different one. Um, but I have no idea if that would piss people off or not. <laughs> So if I can get the sarcasm speaks one back next time, I will. Um, so here we are. I forgot. I had something that I was going to run with and I totally forgot the shed threw me off. Um, what do we got here? We'll oh, that's, that's what I wanted to open with was a swing and a miss on the, the death pool. Um, uh, kind of one and a half swings and misses who died. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, the bald Irish lady that sings the song "Nothing Compares to You." Oh, uh, it was like uh, it. Her, she was a one-hit wonder. <clears throat> oh, uh, Ted, she was in Ted. Wasn't she Ted's friend? Potentially, she could have been. Yeah, I just don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Um. Ted 2 is on TV a lot, but Ted 1 I haven't seen in a while. Um, and so we missed there, right? Um, she died. And then I have to go check quick and see who we missed on. We had someone last year. Tony Bennett. That's who it was. So Tony Bennett just died um, like last week, I think. And I had him in the 2022 death pool. So as is tradition, um, we pick someone the year before they actually die. So we're back on track. I think it was, was yeah, 2022 the year that we did well, or was it 2021? No, 2022, I think we sucked. All right. So 2021 was the year that we did really well. So we had, to, so I want to say in, was in a particular, in particular, I want to say it was Jones. Okay. Oh, so no, because we had all five in 2021 as well. I think we've done... Uh, fuck, now I don't remember. How many one years of the have years, we done all five? Yeah, one of the years... I think it was 2021. Um, we hit a bunch of people. Um, so 2022 was a rebuild year, right? We went all in for 21, and uh, we got the title. And then last year, we, it was a rebuild year. Because obviously, if you've been listening to us long enough, you know how this has gone in the past was we pick someone to die in that year, and then they die the following year. So because we hit so many in 21, 
that means we had nothing in 22. So that was terrible. And we're then like the LA Rams. All of our picks for 22, however, are now hitting in 23. So we had to just get back on course, right? Because when we we had that one year where we actually hit, so we, you know, it it screwed up the whole. We'll pick them yet this year, so they'll die next year. Uh, so, like I said, we're back on track. Um, because I think who the fuck is Tony Bennett? Who are these people? You don't know who Tony Bennett is, really? Well, I don't know. Do I? Who is he's, he? He's a, I don't know what genre you would classify him as, but he was like out of the 50s, right? He was like one of the Sinatra oh, guys. How the, the fuck would I know? 50? What are they called? The the Brat Pack or something like that? They were the Rat Pack, weren't they? The Rat Pack. Is it the Rat Pack or the Brat Pack? Well, the I think the original was the Rat Pack. I want to say that was like uh, Sinatra. Oh, fuck. This is really testing my knowledge. Uh, Dean Martin. Uh, Sammy Davis. Yes. Wow, you're three for three so far. I, there's no fucking way you're going to get the fourth person. No, because I have no idea who it is. Yeah. Joey Bishop. I have no <laughs> clue who that, that is. Yeah, I have no idea who that Joey is. Joey Bishop sounds like a guy who used to like take bets and sell fucking nickel bags in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, you nailed. You nailed them. Uh, you know, three out of the four for the sixties. Um, I think I'll, the, look, I'll look up who this clown is. I do not. Tony Bennett. Wasn't that, wasn't that the guy they knocked off in oceans 11? Oh, no, that was Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Bennett's like a very, oh, he's technically jazz is where he falls into, but he's like oh, a very why. famous singer. How the fuck would I know any jazz artists? <laughs> that's an insane but he's like along the same lines as like a frank did sinatra he, and a dean martin did he act in um the godfather he looks like um I, I he looks know. like the cousin that was a singer <laughs> um i don't know to be totally honest is there a disco uh, nope Artistry. So he was a painter, musical style, awards, and legacy. I left my heart in San Francisco. That's I know that one. I don't. Uh, This is the thing too. Is like you know, people are gonna be like, "Oh, how do you like not know these people?" Like, I, I just, I don't fucking (laughs) like. I have, I'm, I'm very strongly opinionated, opinionated on certain things. Music and food are two of them. So. If you're going to ask me, like, oh, how do you not know this, like, jazz singer from the fucking 60s? It's like, how the fuck would I? That would be like, ask me, name one of the Beach Boys. I don't know any of the fucking Beach Like, how the fuck yeah. would I know any of them? Yeah, it's literally 40 years before you were even born, roughly. Uh, he was not Johnny Fontaine, no. He was not. All right. Somebody else. Maybe the character was loosely based off of Tony Bennett, though. I Who knows? We'll have to ask uh, Coppola. He's still alive. We've had him on the death pool before. That fucking guy's still going. Oh, Al Martino, the actor, was an actual nightclub singer. Huh. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, he's only 84. Who the fuck did I think was like ridiculously old? I don't know. But that's... um. Nick Cage's uncle. Yeah, I think I found that out randomly one day. 
I might have sent you the Instagram thing. It was like people's real names. Like I did not fucking know Nick Cage was a Coppola. That family, like the Coppola family is like, holy fucking shit. You want to talk about like. Isn't Talia Shire? Adrian? uh, I think she was a Coppola. Potentially. Yeah. Yes, she is. Um. Well, she, yeah, yep, yep. She was a Coppola. She became Shire after she got married. Um, it's like between, like, just the talent and the money, right? In that family, between um, the Francis Ford Coppola, who is arguably one of the greatest movie directors of all time, right? Like, I personally don't think he's the greatest, but there are enough people that think he do right to say he's arguably the greatest um or fair fair enough one of the best right you have talia shire who's adrian the aforementioned as you said and uh she, and she was also in the godfather yes uh nicholas cage who is uh arguably the greatest Mongo and most, whatever. most talented actor of all time oh god um, he even made a movie. He even made a movie about the, uh, what was it called? Like the, the overwhelming weight of enormous talent or something like that was the movie he made about himself. Are you sure that wasn't the Derek Zoolander uh, <laughs> book? It's hard being really, 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 really ridic- ridiculously good looking. <laughs> uh, and then the family, I don't know who in the family, but someone does. It's not Nick Cage or Talia Shire, but <clears throat> someone else in the family. I think it's Francis Ford's brother or cousin or something owns Coppola winery. I would say the wine is good. Yeah. So like, and yeah, they have very good wine. Um, Some would say it's, it's up there for me as one of my favorites. Um, The black, the black and gold bottle for the uh, Coppola fucking fantastic. Um, I still do enjoy the the difference in wine. Different I can, types. I can I can taste yes. different types. So I, I can taste the different types, right? Like if you, if you give put, me the four different types of cab, like that might be the only way. Like blind, yeah. yeah, testing four different types, I might get you something. Yeah, but without like a direct comparison, I, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you what brand they were, right? But I could probably pull out some like flavors or something, um, notes, if you will. I but. Won't. I could tell the difference between the different kinds of wine, right? Like if you put like a Merlot yes. yeah, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. Cabernet, I, again, I don't know if I would necessarily be able to be like, like drink it and be like, this is a petite Syrah, but like, so when we went like, to this one is very different than that one. And I like that one a lot. And I don't like this one. <laughs> so when we went to the tap room at Pebble beach, people forget I went, um, <laughs> it was the first time. Like, cause Michaela wanted wine. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of in the mood for wine as well. I hadn't drinking any. We're much. in wine country. We're in Northern California. We're, we're not, but cool. <laughs> You're close. Sure. We weren't it's in Napa. Like, yeah, but it was like Northern-ish California. Okay, so California's fucking massive. So if we're going to call it close, maybe, but Napa's like two and a half hours away. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably, the, it's probably the equivalent of being like New York to Boston. Right yeah. from from San Francisco it's, it's to close, Napa. but yeah, yeah, it's, it's drivable, but it's not like you just do it for yeah. fun. <laughs> like oh, I'm gonna hop in the car. So, yeah, I mean, like it hours. still needs to get like shipped and whatever. Anyway, 
yeah, yeah. But it was like <laughs> it was the first time. So I just ordered a bottle for us. That's the first time I've ever ordered a bottle of wine at a table. Um, oh, you fancy? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were both <laughs> probably going to drink two. Yeah, and they were and that's... fucking twelve bucks a glass. Yeah, bottle was probably thirty five. I don't know. Yeah, it's way it's way more economical to just buy the bottle. Yeah, in which is insane because the bottles are so fucking overpriced. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean. So it was like the whole thing, like, hey, bottle can't touch the table, pop it open, whatever. He pours like a little bit in my glass and like looks at me. I go. And I look at her. I go, you want to try that? She goes, nope, you can. I go, okay. Taste. I go, yep. Good wine. (laughs) Pour it on me. Yeah, keep it coming. Like as if I was (laughs) going to fucking taste that and be like, wait a minute. The menu said this was the 2018. This yeah. tastes like the 17. <laughs> what what do you think the process is, right? So like I know they put the little bit in the glass for you to like, you know, swish it and taste it and whatever. What do they do in the situation where you have like a massive fucking wine cunt snob? Becomes it's easy, it becomes house wine or it becomes the pores. Yeah, or they they so, use it they use yeah, it so to like make say, fucking sangria say was, um, or something. Say say we got the bottle of Coppola because that's what we were talking about. So yeah. we got the bottle of Coppola. It's Coppola 2019, and I'm like, oh, Coppola 2019, that one's so good. And then he pull, comes out, and I'm like, no, this ain't right. Like, try again or something. I don't know. Like, what the? I don't even know what the fuck I would say. Yeah, yeah, I don't they even know what the, the Coppola. Is. The Coppola would go back behind the bar, and then if someone orders a glass of Coppola, that's what they're getting. Or right it becomes like the house wine because now it's opened and whatever. Right, right. Yeah, imagine that though. Imagine like taking a sip of a, a wine and you're just like, nah, I don't want this I know, this, 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 this ain't it. Yeah. Like, I, what I don't know. Fucking... No, I can't, you know what? I can't imagine that because I can't imagine ever caring so much. Yeah. Dude, even bourbon, which I enjoy, I right. like, I drink a lot of, if if I asked for an Eagle Rare and he went away, came back, put a Russell's 10 in there, I might notice that something's off, but I wouldn't send it back being so confident that I'd be like, hey, man, I think you poured the wrong thing. Right. Like, there's no way. Yeah. No chance. Well, my thing, too, is like with wine, you're more of a cunt because... A bottle of bourbon, right? Like in that scenario, right? You, yeah, you, order, just, dump the, you, you just dump you, the pour. You dump the glass, right? Or the, the bartender drinks it or some or one of the waiters. You know, someone, someone will drink it. Um, it's just the wrong one, whatever. But like a bottle of wine, once that's open, it needs to get used, right? So like if you- That's why I think it becomes the If the, the bottle house. of wine gets sent back, it is now basically obsolete, right? Like- a bottle of bourbon, if it's the wrong one or it tastes bad, like, all right, it's just going to go sit on the shelf at the bar, like one yeah. of the shelves, like until someone orders it the next time, right? Like the wine is, I guess, like, I guess you would say more perishable, but like it, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's weird to me, right? It's just such a fucking stupid move to just. It's a really weird thing. It's a very weird thing to like take and, that and one little thing sip too, and like, be like, no, I need to bring, if, bring me a different bottle. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't know what you're doing, 
and you had the audacity to order something and that like if you don't know what you're doing and you had right. the audacity to order something and then they do that little pour for you the little pour isn't for you to be like oh i don't think i like that it's like no you're supposed to make sure it's like correct or meets expectations whatever it's like right so like, oh, well do you have anything else or something different it's like fuck you yeah yeah and i mean god forbid you did it more than once right <laughs> yeah bring me three yeah nah this doesn't seem to be it and then bring the next one that's nah, still not doing it for me <laughs> yeah i don't know it seems like a really like archaic way to do wine yeah yeah there's some things that are like this is just kind of dumb and i think the way people drink wine is dumb right like the not not the way people drink wine but like the whole the like, snobbery yeah the snobbery and the culture around drinking wine is dumb right it's like it's kind of up there with like the whole ipa thing like the micro brew thing but those people are just kind of fucking losers right they're just they just like nerd out like oh dude it's a double style new england orange hyper ipa triple yeah style. man it's fucking beer it's like, yeah cool <laughs> man i'm gonna be fuck i'm gonna feel fucking terrible tomorrow so no i don't really enjoy drinking that yeah yeah like i feel like beer losers are just losers but like wine snobs are like cunts yeah that's probably correct like yeah. no one's gonna drink an IPA and be like, "Wait, you said these hops came from the um, whatever region?" <laughs> yeah, um, I'm getting a different region. Yeah, yeah. This this is this tastes like Western Kentucky. <laughs> you told me these were from Missouri. It's like okay, like no one's gonna do that. They're just gonna be like, "As yeah, isn't what I wanted." Yeah, or like you take a sip. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? Like, yeah, what the fuck? Tug, do you tug think, on your do you, fucking crooked what you, mustache. What do you think? I've never drank beer before? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Obviously, I the... can tell these, these that these hops were grown at fucking sea level. Yeah. They're supposed to come from elevation. I can tell. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> See how many curls I have in my mustache? <laughs> you don't get that from not knowing IPAs. <laughs> Look at this beanie. This beanie has been through hell and back. Last few times I've had IPAs too. Like the fucking hangover was so bad. Yeah, they're just not good. Well, I never liked IPAs and I never pretended to. Yeah, I but didn't I can but this is the thing is I used to be able to like, you know, drink them. Whatever the fuck happened. It was the last time we went to Trillium when we were there was like you were there, like whatever. We ordered pizza while sitting inside the building. I don't know, fucking weird, weird concept. Yeah. Um I was so hungover the next day. I drank four. Yeah. And I know we came back and had some bourbon, but like I had four IPAs. How did I feel that bad the next day? Right. And I was right. like, whoa, whoa, what was the ABV? I don't know. Six, six and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's something about beer though. I mean, I've said it on this podcast multiple times, right? And actually we figured it out. <laughs> I figured out my histamine sensitivity issue. Um, yeah, you're uh, you're a bitch made at breaking down alcohol. Got it. Yeah, yeah, but only beer though. So I don't know if it's something else that's going on. But um, yeah, like I guess what are 
what are seltzers? Are they considered malt liquor? Uh, depends on which. Depends on depends which on one we're talking about, right? Because like I know High Noons actually uses vodka. Yeah, that's technically a vodka soda. Um, so I think those ones are fine, but I think White Claws fuck me up. Like White not... Claw, White Claw, or Trulies. I wow, I've had some Trulies. bad hangovers after Trulies. Yeah, those are pretty bad. I think those are malt liquor, right? <laughs> Which is funny because you say malt liquor, and I'm thinking, oh, and yeah, 40. I immediately think of a forty. You think old English and fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, cold, 45. cold forty-five. I never had a cold forty-five. Steel reserve. steel reserve. Oh my god! Steel reserve, to this the day, nastiest drink. Every single time I drink a steel reserve, I end up throwing up. Why the fuck? Hold on. When you say to this day, every time you drink a steel reserve, that day should have ended approximately well, yes. ten years ago. I was gonna say the last time I had a steel reserve was probably almost ten years ago. Yeah, that's that was a little, and it's, and it's only happened three times. That was a little mislap. We got them all the time in high school. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and all so all three times that I've I've had a steel reserve, I've ended up throwing up. So bad. Even a brass monkey couldn't do it. Yeah. No. Nope. I think I'm trying to remember if there was one that I at least like didn't mind. So okay, so I would do brass monkeys with old English. That was fine. And I, I think mean, old English was the one that was like probably fine. I, I mean when I say fine, I mean fine. <laughs> I think Brass Monkeys with King Cobra, Cobra were fine too. Oh, that was the one. I think that was the one that I actually liked. Was King, King Cobra. Cobra was like the first one I had. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think King Cobra was the one that I actually liked, but all the other ones were gross. Like Schaefer. I never had Schaefer. Schaefer is gross. I also tried to really not drink many 40s. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever legally purchased one. We went through a kick in college where we were drinking 40s. I mean, it was I, when again. Strickland lived on Hale Street. <laughs> it was like me, Derek, and Strickland were hanging out like all the time. Shout out to Derek, a uh, friend of the show. Um, but when he was living on Hale Street, we, the three of us, would like hang out in the backyard, start a fire, and just like drink 40s. I'm fairly certain I never legally drank a 40. I'm now I did have a brass monkey kick at one point, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I legally have never bought one. Which actually means illegally I've never bought one either. So I don't think I've ever purchased a 40 at a store myself. That's impressive. <laughs> Might have to go get one. <laughs> you gotta break the fucking seal. All this talk about forties, man. Oh, really you know what though? 40. I did have one. I probably had one four years ago. Plastic bottle, Milwaukee's best. I think Milwaukee's best or Milwaukee's best light. Fucking cunty Chris brought it to a fucking Patriots game and made me drink it with him. <laughs> so, do you count those as I? I know technically, right? It is a forty ounce beer, but do you count like? A Bud Light, a Milwaukee's Best, a Budweiser, Coors, Miller, because they all make 40 ounce size beer. But like to me, <clears throat> that's not a 40. Like if someone's like, oh, I got a 40. No, a 40. It's like, what is it? They're like, oh, liquor. a Bud Light. It's like, that's not a 40. A 40 generally needs to be malt liquor. That's right. That's kind of where I'm going with this. 40 of Bud Light, gross. Yeah, like, that's fucking oh, stupid. Ugh. 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 Nasty. 
Yeah. Yeah. A couple times at Edward 40 hands. We did it somehow. How did we get it in? Maybe it wasn't Shay Durgan. But we did no, there's Ed- no way you got 40s in a shade. We we did no Edward way. 40 hands in the dorms once. Well, my um, my roommates before I so I think it had I to li- have been Donardo. Before I lived with them, they did 40 40s in Donardo. <laughs> 40 40s. Yeah, they got 40 40s. I forget how many people. <laughs> and I don't know if they accomplished the task. Oh man. I'm getting 40 40s for your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just dump them all in the swamp in the back. <laughs> oh, the frogs and the deer can get fucked up. Funniest thing too is like 40 40s would only be like 120 bucks. I know, right? I wonder if they have gone up with inflation. I saw <clears throat> I don't really even remember the last time I went in a liquor store, but I think it might have been like maybe two months ago. Um, and I saw that they're selling a 30 rack for like 28 bucks. And I was like, wow, inflation fucking hits hard, huh? I remember like when I was working at the liquor store, I mean, that was granted over 10 years ago now. Um, but we would sell, I think we sold thirties for 21.99. It sounds about right. That was always hilarious too. Live like working at the liquor store because I when we would do like promos and we'd have like the big giant ass fucking posters and shit. Whenever it would be done, I would just take them. Like my boss would be like, "We're just gonna throw these out." Because I remember the first time I was like, "Can I just take this?" And he was like, "Yeah, we're just gonna throw it out." So I was like, "Awesome!" So I like brought it to school, right? And then I'm fucking classic twenty twenty one year old in college with a giant fucking. It's it wasn't poster though, because it was like vinyl. Um, I don't know. It was like it's vinyl cardboard. Stage. Yeah. It was yeah, it was almost like cardboard. Like, you know, cardboard is like what's that called? Is it corrugated? Is that the word for it where it's like got space in between it? <clears throat> I know what you're talking about. It's the same thing as like a lawn sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I would hang those fucking things all over the place. Those were all over greenhouse when we lived there. My ju- yeah, it was my junior year of college. Yeah, so I had just turned 21, so I was still working there. I think I left, I think I quit the liquor store right after my junior year of college. I don't know. I still worked there like sparingly for like a year or two, but whatever. Um, fuck else we got going on here. Oh, this is great. Let's talk about some dumb shit. Um, apparently, well, I guess not apparently it's this is a fact um this july right now that you know when this comes out it'll be july 31st it's the last day of the month so this july of 2023 um is officially the hottest month on record like ever um to which one i say like okay cool like how long have we been tracking this shit for and how accurate has the shit been like how accurate was a thermometer like 200 years ago, right? But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but even still, what's the longest we could have potentially been tracking everything? 200 years, 300 years, maybe? Probably. 
So like if you consider the amount of time <laughs> that the earth has been here, we only have data for the last 300 years. Wasn't it like 65 million years ago was the dinosaurs? And then like probably millions of years before them, there was other shit, right? Like, I don't know how old, how old they think the earth is. Let's do a quick Google search. How I'd old? Al <clears throat> I'd also like earth? to bet that when Pangea oh. was like doing its thing and it was like the one continent, like right in the fucking middle or whatever. I want to guess that that probably got quite warm. Yeah. Um, so earth is estimated to be just over 4.5 billion with a B years old, but, but we, but we have data for 200 years. We have data. <laughs> let's be generous. Let's say we have data for the last 300 years and we know exactly what's going on. Yep. We got it all figured yep, out. We got it all figured out. Yep. 300. I don't even think I have enough spaces on my calculator to do that. I'll just so drop a few zeros. Five, that's 4.5 million. That's 4.5 billion. <laughs> so 300 divided by 4.5 billion. You ready for this? Is 0 0.0000000067%. Seems reliable. So that would be a tenth, a hundredth, thousandth, a millionth, trillionth, billionth. What comes after a trillionth? Don't know. It doesn't Quad matter. Quadrillionth. Yeah, that's like infinitesimally small. Too small. Three, six. There's seven zeros before you get a number. That's the percentage of how much data we have since the beginning of Earth. Seems like enough, right? Yeah, seems like enough to create a hypothesis. <laughs> but like, if you, I don't even know the equivalent of like, you want to find out uh, how long it takes, or I don't even like, what, what would you try and figure out? You like, if you wanted to figure out the average climate in Massachusetts during the month of July, but you only took a temperature reading at like 11.15 on like July 3rd, and then that was it. That if if all possible, right? Like if you go through all permutations of like how many seconds you could theoretically take the temperature, right? There's how many seconds are in a day? I don't even fucking know. I don't know either. That's a lot. I don't know. I don't even know if there would be 4.5 billion seconds in a month. <clears throat> this is a lot of math. Yeah. I'm not liking it. How many seconds in a month? Uh, 2.63 billion. So that's hilarious. A month and a half. That's yeah. It's like a month and a half. So you wanted to find out what the average temperature was, let's call it like the summer. And you took one reading for what that lasted one second at, again, 11, 12 a.m. on July 1st. And then you made your 
assumption for the entire two month period off of that one reading. That's literally what we're doing. <laughs> Again, seems valid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. The whole like climate change thing is like a fucking, it is what it is, right? Like, is, is the earth getting warmer? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Right. It's, it seems like, and th this is another interesting thing too, because it, I don't know how much of this is almost like revisionist history, right? Because you think back, like how many times have we been like, oh, when we were kids, like we would do this or we would do that. And it's like, oh, I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, we always had nice, nice weather in, in April and May. I don't, did we? I don't, no. I, I don't remember how, how the fuck truly, if I'm 31 years old, say, you know, to get a, a, a legitimate change in climate, call it at least 20, 20 years. So 20 years ago, I was 11. Like, do I realistically remember what the climate was like when I was 11 in May? No, I have no fucking idea. I think we got a blizzard in April in 1996. We did. We did. It was on <clears throat> April Fool's Day. I remember that. Um, But like, I don't know. I feel like it's almost like a like a like a planted memory, right? When people are like, "Oh, the climate's changing." Remember back in the '90s when it used to be so much nicer? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I don't How know. About this? Was it? Was it really? This? No. This will this will jog the memory. <laughs> Little League baseball. Hmm. Okay. Remember hitting inside pitches, and your hands are just sitting there like fucking hurting like hell because it was cold yeah. out. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Every game gets canceled for fucking rain. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those like, that's what I mean. Like, is it like a planted memory for people that we think everything has changed more than it actually has? Well, I also, I think like specific to this example, I think people like really want April and May to be nice, but it's not like no one pays attention to that shit. Right. Right. That's fair. Um, so the other part of that too, right, is, is again, that's just my theory that it could be, it could be planted memories. It could be, you know, we could just be wrong in thinking, but the other part of that too, right, is okay. This July was the hottest July or the hottest month, I think in general, not just July. I think this was the hottest month ever recorded over the last 300 years, call it fine. I, that's that's a fact, right? That is a statistical, mathematical fact. Um, we know that the temperature, on average, I think rises at most a degree, right? Like every year or recent in recent years, right? If you wanna, if you wanna buy into like the global warming, climate change thing, like. The average temperature worldwide is not increasing by like two to three degrees every year because we would be dead in like six years, <laughs> right? Like, like it's a very delicate balance. So I think it could even be less than a degree a year. It's changing. So in order for that to happen, right, the law of averages comes into play. So I think what people, people are only focusing on the summer because it fits their narrative, 
right? It's global warming. It's all this, you know, we're bad for the world, whatever, what, what have you. Okay, well, who's going to say something in January when this January is the coldest month ever recorded? Right, well, because doesn't if the narrative then switch to extreme weather? Isn't that their like thing? Um, don't they blame extremes? I don't know. Do they? I mean, I don't know. I thought that's what I've heard. Because I think <clears throat> they've been trying to get away from the global warming nomenclature, but it's certainly like I think still the backbone of of what they're going after. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, global warming. Then explain fucking January here, right? But like, right, so like the law of averages again. That's would say like if if we have the hottest month on record, and we know that again playing with averages on average, say the temperature increases yearly an average of like 0.4 degrees. Right. Well, if we have, I think June was also a pretty hot month. So if we have two of like the top five hottest months ever recorded in the last 300 years, we know that there's going to be an offset, right? Because over time, again, averages average out. That's what they do. So like are January and February going to be two of the coldest months ever recorded? But then like, can it be where's too your cold fucking snow? argument? Can it be too cold to snow? Is that a thing? Um, I think so. I think I act- I've actually heard that before. It's too cold to snow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> January and February, I plead to you. <laughs> if you want be the coldest months fucking ever but no snow and you got a deal well i'm starting to think that you got to pick one or the other as yeah, far as when you're going to cuz you're going to get the precipitation that's another thing right you want to talk law of averages so on average, New England gets X amount of precipitation every year, right? This past winter, we had a very, you call it mild in the terms of precipitation. I don't think it was any warmer than it would have been, but we didn't get a lot of snow. I don't think I used my snowblower once this winter. Uh, which you're welcome, everyone, for buying it last year. Um, we did use it last year, but we didn't have to use it this year. So it's just like the celebrity death pool. I'm, I'm good yeah, for year the following in. year. It took a year to kick in. So, Also, make sure that thing's in good working order and maintenance and oh, like, yeah, tuned up and whatever. Crushed. No, no, because I feel like if you have that thing in perfect oh, yeah. working order and you're <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, because what will happen is if you don't take care of your shit and you barely had to use it, the snow is going to come next year and then it won't work. Yeah, exactly. So, again, using this this thing called the law of averages, right? Like we know in New England, um, the average precipitation that we get every year is whatever the number is, X, right? If we got next to no precipitation from January through May right? Because it never snowed or it hardly ever snowed. And whatever snow we did get didn't require me to use my snowblower. Then when the fuck do we get the precipitation now? Right? So like the last month or the last like six weeks, it's just been fucking raining all the time. So 
if I'm given the option, right? If I someone comes to me and they say, for whatever reason, you, King Dickhead, you get to choose when you're going to get all the precipitation, uh, give me the fucking snow, right? I have a snowblower. I, I can fucking handle it. I would much rather get snow in January, February, March. Fuck it. Give me snow in April. I don't give a shit. And then not have as much rain in June, July, and August, right? Because like the summer has basically been a washout. I mean, granted, so I was injured for a lot of June, so I couldn't really golf, but like I've barely golfed this year because the weather just hasn't cooperated. I've played more than ever, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a uh, a sample for a, a, a an average person, right? Because you no. your work schedule does not fit like the typical person's work schedule. No, it does allow me to sneak out, right? But also, it's like, yeah, because because then the alternative is I just have to go play at four whenever the fuck people get out of work, right? So, which I, I mean, would do. I did used to do that once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I talked about it in an earlier episode this a couple months ago that I've made my return to Twilight Golf, which is great. But just like the weather in general doesn't, hasn't really allowed for much golf. Um, I've, yeah, don't get me wrong. I've still gotten out probably more than the average person. <laughs> but like considering where I've been at the last couple of years, I don't think I'm going to uh, get close to that. But yeah, like I said, like we're going to get the, we're going to get the precipitation at some point, right? So I would prefer it just to come in the winter. So I don't have to deal with bullshit rain in the summer. I'm a cynic. I actually find it hysterical when it rains in the summer because <laughs> everyone waits. They wait all year. This year, this is going to be the year. I'm, I'm doing this all of, I'm doing all of the year. I'm doing all of the vacations, every vacation ever. I'm doing every single one. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Cape for the entire month of July. <laughs> Rains 20 days. Yeah. I wonder, I don't think I can, um, I don't think I can filter out like just this year's rounds of golf on 18 birdies. But Who knows? So yeah, that's uh that's global warming for you. That's that sarcasm speaks on global warming. Um maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Who the fuck really knows, right? Some people say it is, some people, and by some people I mean like legitimate client climate climatologists, climate scientists. Um some people say yes, some people say no. That's good. Nice profession you got there. Yeah, the weatherman can't fucking get the weather right. The climatologists they don't know what the can't agree. Doing. Yeah, they can't agree on the climate. I should have went to school for meteorology. Fucked up. Uh, I don't know. We got anything else going on? Or you want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. I don't know what's going on in the fucking world. I have no clue. The only other thing I was probably going to touch on was um, 
this like creepy AI doctor thing that's going on. So I saw you brought it up. So get to it. I'm not going to be able to find it, but I saw this on Twitter a while ago and obviously I didn't queue it up. Um, but there is this new like AI program. I don't know who's running it. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the chat GPT people or if it's Google or Microsoft, because they all have their own AI engines now. Um, but one of the tech companies has an AI engine that they've been using for like medical diagnosis. And it's way fucking better than an actual doctor. Like, again, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers. Um, maybe I might be able to find it with a quick Google search, but I want to say like, um, it's almost double as accurate. So like if a regular doctor is like 45% accurate with a the diagnosis, these like AI doctors are like 90% accurate. I think I would go to an AI doctor. Yeah, then, I, then mean, I don't have to worry about the bullshit. True. I mean, we saw the political bullshit that happened during COVID, right? Like, right. That's why I left my doctor. <laughs> he tried to shame me into the get, getting the fucking vaccine when I already had COVID. <clears throat> Which is a whole other thing that that could be a whole other like yeah. 45 minute discussion. Yeah. All the stuff that's coming out now that people are like, oh, it turns out uh, this actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. I think Vinny, Vinny sent me something. There was a newspaper in Australia that the headline was um, something along the lines of like, we might've gotten COVID wrong. Like, here's the story. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. Australia. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I would go to an AI doctor. I don't, there's just too much bullshit with humans. Especially okay. when it comes to it. So in, so it was a, it was a legit, it was a scientific study that they did with this AI. So in the peer reviewed study authored by researchers from Babylon Health and University College of London, the new AI model scored higher than 72% of general practitioner doctors when tasked with diagnosing written test cases of realistic illnesses. So this AI doctor did better than 72% of regular doctors at, at diagnosing whatever was going on with real illness. Yeah, I would take the AI doctor. I would. I, I don't know. That's yeah, like I mean, I don't think it's like, a bad I don't idea. want like I don't want AI for most things, but I would take an AI doctor. Um, I don't trust any doctors. You never know who's good, who doesn't. They all they're all fucking MD or they're all doctor. Yeah. You don't know who sucks, who doesn't. And it's like what they say goes. And it's like it's a little bit of gatekeeping. And then never mind, you have the whole insurance behind it. Right. Right. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like the, um, I always forget his name, Brigham Walker, right? That guy, that, that podcast episode, the Joe Rogan episode that you listened to yeah. that I, that I sent you about how 
doctors are basically paid by pharmaceutical companies just to give their drugs out. Pretty much. Um, so I got it. I got it here. So in the experiments, real doctors achieved a diagnostic accuracy of 71.4%. The algorithm in the AI has an al- average accuracy of 77.3. It's like 0.26. So we'll call it 0.3. So it is roughly 6% more accurate than a human. And that's just right now. And that was just during this study. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll take the AI doctor. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a totally fair But that's a me thing. I take. don't know. I don't want the interaction. I don't want like there's so much bullshit with doctors and it's like you know, am I too stubborn? Yeah, probably, but I don't give a fuck. I am, I am who I am. <laughs> um there's just so much bullshit with doctors that I'm like, yeah, just bring on the AI for that front. That's a shit show. So I think this is one of the areas that AI would be super beneficial, right? If it's going to be right, that because that's the thing, like right. human error, human error is a, like that could be fucking life or death. Right, right. And we don't have an alternative right now. So yes, doctors, fine. And it's like uh, anyone who knows a doctor or is related to a doctor, no. Do I want them to lose their job? No, I don't. But I again, I don't know you personally, so... Yeah, I can't. I can't give a fuck about that. Uh, yeah, and during this study, right, this from London, the AI was better than you. So if you don't want to lose your job, just be better at your job. Yeah, but I think luckily the insurance companies will buoy human doctors forever. Yeah, or what's going to be fucked up is they'll lobby to get their products integrated into the AI program. Yeah. yeah, they will. In which case, when that starts happening, then I'm going to flip. So one of the super interesting things that I just learned like a couple of weeks ago, I listened to, speaking of Joe Rogan, I listened to the Mark Andreessen version, uh, version episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, Mark Andreessen is like this super fucking intelligent, like AI guy. I forget he works. Someone out there who actually knows who he is is going to be like, wow, you're a fucking moron. You don't even know what he does, but he works, I think for some massive tech company, um, American entrepreneur, venture capital investor, software engineer. He's the co-author of Mosaic. First widely used web browser with a user. Oh, the co-founder of Netscape. Um, general partner of Silicon Valley Venture Capital, Andreessen Horowitz. Co-founded uh, Hewlett Packard. Okay, so this dude is like, this dude is pretty fucking legit. And he's very knowledgeable. He's on the board of director at Meta. He's very knowledgeable when it comes to AI. And one of the things I learned from the episode with Joe Rogan that we're actually seeing with some people like flipping out about the AI responses is AI itself, because it's not yet sentient, 
it only goes off of the information that's fed into its algorithm, right? So it's it's given parameters and it scans and develops an answer based off of those parameters. So what they talked about in the episode was Rogan brought up the fact that you can ask chat GPT um, something about like the Hunter Biden laptop story or like something bad about Joe Biden or whatever. Does he have dementia? And chat GPT will come back and say, uh, I for stay out of politics or it'll give you some bullshit answer. Right. But then if you ask chat GPT, is Trump responsible for January 6th? It gives an answer like what happened on that day was unacceptable and Trump should be held responsible and he had a hand in it, whatever. So like people flip out about that online, right? But what I found out, again, from Mark Andreessen during this JRE episode was that these are not obviously sentient beings, right? Yet. So they're given parameters in the in the course of the algorithm and then it goes from there. So the people that control chat GPT feel a certain way politically, right? They lean obviously to the left because that's what most tech companies are. So because they have certain thoughts and political affiliations and all these things, they feed that into the chat GPT algorithm. So what you're getting is not actually unbiased. So even a robot as it stands right now, the language model robots, they're not completely unbiased because the people that are setting the algorithms or writing the code are putting their bias into it. And it's obvious as the example I just gave about the Biden-Trump thing. So that being said, that leaves the door way the fuck open, right? For AI doctors and whoever writes the code for AI doctors to just get bought out by the pharmaceutical companies to be like, oh, you presented with these three uh, symptoms. I'm going to recommend you start taking yeah. Humira. High, high <laughs> blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you need Lipitor. You need- See Wilford you Brimley. Know, you need Dupixent, like whatever it is, right? Like they're just going to start spitting out all these fucking Seek things. Seek out Viagra. Yeah. So I think the AI doctors might be good now, but once the pharmaceutical yep, like, company like, gets honestly, involved, like, yeah, like anything, like this is why we can't have nice things. Right. Right. So, but for the time being, AI doctors are better than regular doctors. They're so, all cunts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Now, do you want to wrap things up? Yeah, we can wrap this up. All right. Um, so I know I texted it to you the other day. Uh, <clears throat> without going crazy, my next search is going to be trying to find Guanciale, which is if pancetta, which some people call Italian bacon. I don't see that. I don't think they taste the same, truthfully. Like bacon's usually smoked. I don't think pancetta is. Yeah. Bacon usually has some sweet to it. Pancetta generally doesn't. Um, if pancetta, again Italian bacon, pancetta. Uh, 
not a strong uh not a strong comparison but it comes from the same part of the pig it comes from the belly right so if pancetta's cured pork belly guanciale is uh cured pork cheek okay. and the reason i wanted to find this and the reason i even looked into it is uh so you're familiar with carbonara right yes are you familiar with um like a uh, cacio a pepe i am not it's just like it's like the same idea as a carbonara but it's like you take like cheese so it's like you cook your pasta you take a shitload of fucking grated cheese um add it's like a little pork and what's pepe no, no. Cacio is um Cacio is pork, isn't it? I don't know, because there's no pork in it. Oh. Um I think Pepe is pepper. Cacio. Oh no, Cacio is not pork. Because so I'm thinking in so in Portuguese, the pork cacciola yeah. is it's like a seasoned spice thing. Yeah, I don't know why cacio means cheese. But I guess someone says it does. Okay. I've never heard that before. That's not what cacio means in Italian. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. That's not Italian for um, cheese. But I guess what could happen, because <clears throat> Italy is a fairly new country. It was effectively like all these different states and they all spoke like whatever the fuck they spoke. So in Rome, right. it might have been, this is what we use for cheese, whatever. It's cheese and black pepper. So you use black pepper. You take a fuckload of cheese, a fuckload of black pepper. You add that and a little bit of pasta water to the pasta and, you know, stir it around. And it makes like a creamy type thing, just like a carbonara does, but you don't use eggs. So a allegricia uses guanciale. And is like a carbonara without eggs as well, but it has meat. So it's like if carbonara has meat and eggs in it, the cacio and pepe does not have meat or eggs. And then allegricia uses a different type of meat and does not have eggs as well. Um all of which are like super easy ways to cook pasta. And obviously it's like super good because anytime you put any of that shit in food, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's Agreed. like it's it's super easy. Like it tastes it tastes really good. It's super fucking easy. And it also helps when you don't want to like sit there and make a fucking sauce all day. It's like I don't feel like making meatballs in the summer. It's too fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, Mikhail and I what the fuck are we going to do with all these fucking meat? But yeah, I can freeze them, but like, right. There's just two of us. What the fuck? Who the fuck is going to eat all this food? <laughs> so it's like, these styles are pretty good, but I've, I've, I've never seen Guanciale in stores. So again, it's not going to be like my fucking by God and country. Like I will find this in the next week. Cause I'm sure I could, if I really, if I wanted it that bad, I could definitely find it. Well, I could probably order it for you. With the but well, like the butcher in North Attleboro, that's what, like I what, could probably go to him and be like, "Hey, can pro- you get dude, me some guanciale?" We could probably skip a step, and I could probably just order online and have it delivered to my house. Like, that's true too. Like, I don't th- like that's what I mean. I bet you I like D'Artagnan probably has it. Someone probably has it. Yeah. Like, 
I'm not sitting here pretending it's like this monumental task that can't be accomplished. <laughs> I'm just saying like, no, I'm not going to fucking like a lunatic try to find this stuff. Right, right. But I do want to keep an eye out and it's like, you know, if I'm at the Italian place, like, like do you guys have this or can you get it? Got, right. Well, we can get it. I'm like, do you want to just take my number and fucking order some? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just come buy it. Whatever. Um, so yeah, if I can find some, that's going to be my, uh, that'll be my next adventure provided I can do it. So like, I wasn't sure if like a place like Wegmans had it. Cause I've seen, I mean, I've seen prosciutto. I've seen Serrano ham. I've seen, I may have even seen spec. Um, at a Wegmans. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Wegmans had it because they do have, I mean, they have a whole D'Artagnan section, right? They do typically have like some, I don't know if you would call it exotic, but some like non-traditional cuts, right? Yeah, but the guan- the guanciale is going to be more of like your, your cold cut type thing. Like it's not going to be in the yeah. meat department. Right. So like it won't be next to the wild boar. Right. Um, but I have seen, I, I think I want to say I've seen spec because I think I've heard of spec saw it once. And I was like, what the fuck is that? That sounds like <laughs> fucking shit. But it, I mean, ultimately it's all just cured ham. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. And that'll be the other thing too, is like when I do finally get the guanciale, I'll be like, yeah, it's basically the same thing <laughs> <laughs> i'll finally find it and i'll be like yeah it's good but like it's effectively the same thing yeah yeah all right we gotta figure out a uh a menu for the the meat party too i might fire off a text to everyone like this week or next week probably next week um it's like just august now <clears throat> um so we don't duplicate efforts right so we don't show up with like 18 pounds of brisket or like fucking 10 pounds of chicken wings or like something dumb like that. Bro, I told you what fucking Costco has. I might show up with that shit by myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I meant like collectively. You know what I mean? Like if we have like, because Jones said he's going to bring stuff too. And I'm sure Vinny will might bring something. So it's like, you know, if we don't all show up with the same fucking thing, right? Like if we all smoke a rack of ribs, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now we have four racks of ribs <laughs> so just to like i said make sure we're not duplicating any efforts there i want to buy a whole brisket but the only problem is i don't know how long it'll take <laughs> a day yeah that's kind of my fear this would probably take about 24 hours but then you could throw it in the cooler for the ride down. <laughs> you just Bro, have to time it. Oh, well, yeah. My, I could put it on my big bastard, but I can't cook that thing. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like with a like a whole brisket. It's like, dude, you, I need you a, would tra- have I need to, a trigger I mean. for that. I you would need to cook it at on the big bit, like the big bitch all day. And like I said, like finish it, then br- like bring it when it's done. Right, like yeah, like that's how that would yeah. work. Which I could be doing that anyway, but yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> I don't want to commute with too much stuff. Yeah, that's never fun. No, 
commuting with stuff, especially if you're going to have a dog. <laughs> yeah. TBD on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully be... like the weather holds up too, right? Because I think yeah. Vinny and Lisa <clears throat> were going to bring Maggie, but it's like oh, if God. it's if it's raining or if it's muddy, it's like, let's... Let's yeah. just leave the dogs at home. <laughs> yeah, I would say the other, the only problem, the only problem is that's a lot of people and a lot of food and a lot of shit that might just be around. Yeah, that's true too. So, fucking yeah. my ass. Yeah. I mean, as is, you know, <laughs> Sammy's back there. <laughs> Sammy's just hanging though. He's like fucking sleeping with his eyes open. Well, that's why. Yes. Well, Sammy's <laughs> down here because fucking psychopath upstairs <laughs> how long do you have him for i feel like you've had him for like a week and a half <laughs> it's been a week we're getting rid of him tomorrow uh, okay <laughs> i think we got him last monday and maybe it was tuesday i don't remember yeah it's either monday or tuesday and he's going back tomorrow nice <clears throat> um all right so my final thought is uh i have my first first ever golf tournament tomorrow so my first competitive round, if you will, and it's not like a tournament tournament, but my first competitive round ever, uh, I got my tea time. Um, I go off at 1040. I saw. So, oh, you looked it up. <laughs> I can see everything. I can find I can fucking find the live scoring. <laughs> oh, really? That's on the Call you, of Genius you, app, right? I need to download it's that. Not even, it's not even on the app. I, for me, it's not on the app. I don't need to go to the app. Oh, I don't I know how the, any of this shit works. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the tea times and where there's the tea sheet, there's a little menu thing. You hit the menu, you hit results, and as the scores are posted, there they are. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll know I'll know how you did before you tell me. <laughs> um with that though, does it just like give the total result? Because I think the golf genius does hole by hole. Then so if you guys are inputting hole by hole, I'll be able to see that. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I've looked at the course, right. I've, I've gone to my app. I've looked at where to play and how to play the, the only issue that I have with, um, 18 birdies. I'm going to, I'm probably going to sit down and do a little bit more tomorrow morning. Um, cause with the 1040 tea time, like they don't have a driving range. So I'm going to actually go to the driving range in Attleboro like, down in Attleboro because it's also on my way there. Yeah. Like that's I literally everyone... drive by it to go there. So that's what everyone does before they go to Wanamoisit. Yeah. Oh, Wanamoisit doesn't have one either. It's limited to 150 and they don't let us use it when we're there. Okay. Which I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with 150. Actually it would have helped a little bit swinging a <laughs> golf club, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll have plenty of time in the morning, right? So I'll um I the the issue I'm having is on 18 birdies when you just click like course preview, it just automatically picks a I think it picks the blue tees or something, which is um way I don't even know back. way too fucking far back. Cuz there's I think if I remember correctly, I think Pawtucket has five sets of tees. I think they're black, blue, white, red, green, black, blue, white, red, green. Yeah. I think they have five sets of tees. Um, 
and 18 birdies defaults to the blue tees. So I have to like, it's, you can like drag the tee where it starts, but like, I don't know where on the tee box it's going to be or which tee box is the, is the red, right? Cause I'm playing from the red, the members are the members division plays from the white, the men's division plays from the red. No, there's six then. Did I say green, black, blue, white, red, green? Yeah. So green, green is the ladies. Red is red and white are men's. Um, and that's how that goes there. Um, so yeah, it's a little tricky not knowing where the tees are going to be, right? Because there's a couple holes where it's like, I mean, I could hit driver so, here. So he here's how you do it. Get a score, Google the scorecard. So yeah, it's going to require a little bit of work, right? Like I'm going to have to Google the scorecard and then see what the distance is from the reds and then make that work for the 18 birdies. And then you drag it. Yeah. That's how I use, that's how I do Google earth. Yeah. So, um, I'll have to do a little bit more of that probably in the morning. So come up with a strategy. So I'll at least have 18 shots prepared, right? I'll have the tee shot on every hole. Um, but yeah, I have no idea how it's going to go. I feel good. I played. When did I play? I didn't play on the, the, the last time I played was the 21st. That was the day I told you I shot four over. It was like the best round ever. Uh, I've been to the range twice since then. I tried. That's what it was. I wanted to play last Thursday, but that's when like the fucking crazy thunderstorms were coming. So I just went to the range instead. Um, and I think I went to the range one other time and everything felt good at the range. So we'll see again. I'll be at the range again before the round. No idea how it goes. And that's the thing, right? Like I'm going in with some confidence, right? Like I, I'm not like, Oh God, I haven't been able to hit driver for the last week. Or it's like, no, I'm, I feel like I can hit whatever shots I need to hit. Um, it's just a matter of what's going to happen on the course once I get out there. <laughs> but so, I mean, like you said, the modified stable for it is helpful. Right, because I know it's not like I'm playing stroke play or anything. So, yeah, because technically, <clears throat> technically, ball doesn't have to go in the hole. Right. You can. I think. Did you confirm that you can pick up? Uh, I did not. I did not. Yeah. I'll okay. have to go and look. If I can pull it up quick. Um. The other thing too is it's like if you can somehow find a way to just keep it in front of you, like <clears throat> instead of what, like, like the worst thing, the worst thing you can do is worry about like what you should or shouldn't be doing. Like, oh, sh oh, well, other people have driver, I should hit driver, or right, um, you know, everyone has, you know, everyone's hitting over there, but. I should no just do whatever it is the fuck that you need to do. Right. So luckily I'm playing with potentially I'm assuming older people that are all know each other because look them up. 
two people play at Lexington and the third person plays at Widow's Walk, which is right next to Lexington Golf Club. No, it's not. Widow's Walk is in situate. Oh, then it changed. Then that one of the people left because I I looked it up before because it was oh, a there's maybe Pine Meadows or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. <clears throat> so whoever the Pine Meadows person was probably withdrew or asked for a different tea time or something. Um, because when I looked it up, it was right next to Lexington Golf Course or Golf Club, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I wonder if these three people know each other because they're like literally, obviously the two two people are f- from the same course, right? So I'm assuming they signed up to play together. Lexington's a little fancy. Yeah. A little fancy. It's nothing crazy, but a little bit fancy. Yeah. So 1040 tea time. We'll be out there. We'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah. It looks like there's a few people that had to uh, withdraw because there's some groups now that are only threesomes. And I think last time I looked last week, maybe every group was a foursome. So there we go. Yeah, the only question I would say, or I would ask, make sure you just are clear on, is modified Stableford. It's a net. I think it's a net competition. So theoretically, like you got to figure out the point system, which I I wasn't able to see really quick. Usually, it's like double bogey or worse is zero. Yeah. Par. So it's usually bogeys one, par two. Um. It usually goes one, two, four, eight. So par, uh, bogey one, par four, the two, birdie four, eagle eight, usually one, two, four, eight. And then double or worse is zero, but it's net double. So it's like if you're on a par four and you pick up after, if you pick up, you can't take a six, you probably have to take a seven. Because right. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to be getting one on every par four. Yeah. And no par threes. Yeah, it says... Member day stable for handicap allowance 95%. I don't know what that means. So, yeah, I mean, basically, you'll probably be getting 15. So, actually, there'll only be three holes that you won't be getting one, most likely. I'll tuck it. We gotta show you how to do all this shit. Well, actually, after today, if you decide that this is a fucking th- what is it, ninety five? Yeah, it says handicap allowance ninety five percent. And you're playing Reds. Yeah. Yeah, you should be getting fifteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. So after today, I, again. Sure, yeah. like I fucking know. I, I I would have already known how many fucking strokes I was getting, what the handicap of the other people in my group were. Like, you gotta fucking know how to do all this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I can just look them up on the gym. Phone the app. Yeah. Oh, uh, I gotta do that. But yeah, I mean, again, you'll find out pretty quick whether you like tournaments or not. Cause if yeah. you hate the fuck out of tomorrow, 
then you're good with tournaments. <laughs> if you're like, I got my ass kicked, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Well, then tournaments are fine. You just have to be picky and choosy about which ones you like or don't like. Oh, God. So the woman that I'm playing with, her handicap is a 24.6. Um, let's see this dude. <clears throat> I'm going to tell other... you. I'm going to tell you right fucking now. Oh, his the dude's handicap is a 12.3. Be fucking patient. Oh, yeah. Megan. I'm trying to not say these people's names, but I also need to say it to spell it out. <laughs> uh, so um, the two guys that I'm playing with, one of them is a 12, the other one's a 14, and then the woman is a, effectively a 25. And I'm uh, technically a 16. Yep. So... All right. So let's see how it goes. I'll uh I'll report back on Tuesday. Yep. You'll know. You'll know fast whether you like <laughs> fucking competition rounds or not. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's what I got. So thanks for uh thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to click subscribe up above. Uh tell everybody you know about the show. Same thing if you're audio only. Uh, if you are listening on audio and you're on Spotify or Apple, you can leave us a review and five stars. So go do that, please and thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod, uh, Twitter or X. It's always going to be Twitter. If they just change it to X, it's Twitter, it's still Twitter. Um, sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks, website sarcasmspeaks.com. Uh, if you go to the link in the bio on our Instagram, uh, you can get the affiliate links to everything that we have for discounts. Uh, first and foremost, we have noonbrew.com. So this is fitting for us, right? Because we're just a couple of fucking dickheads anyway. Um but I had gotten a bunch of notifications that like a ton of people were purchasing stuff from Noon Brew using our promo code. And I was like, wow, we're actually going to get like a decent chunk of change whenever those go through. Uh, apparently it was spam because I can see like the commissions, right? And they're listed as either paid, not paid or what have you. And there was five commissions that went through in the course of like four days. Um, some of the like one of them was a $44 commission because someone spent like over 200 bucks on noon brew. And as of today, they've all been through as rejected. So <laughs> someone probably so or or maybe it was an AI program or some something went through, tried to check out using the promo code, and then who knows what happened. Maybe tried to cancel and get a refund for the full price and minus the discount who the fuck knows either way all five sales that i thought was like wow people are listening to the show they're actually buying noon brew they're gonna love it like i do uh no nope it was spam uh and because of that they changed our promo code <laughs> um so i'll update the promo code um below right in the the show notes but it's now jared one two four one two so uh, I don't even remember what it was before, but uh, it's it's no longer that. 
the noon brew code is Jared12412 uh, to get 10% off your order every single time you check out. Uh, but do it for real. Don't uh, don't spam, right? If you're going to fucking sign up and use a promo code, just buy the shit, right? Uh, but like I said, it's fitting because we're just a couple of assholes and I would assume some asshole tried to game the system with our promo code. So we got a new one. Uh, next up, we have the ice pod. So shout out to the ice pod. I used it a couple times already since I got it the other day. Um, great. Love it. Ice, uh, cold plunge, right? Fill it with water, dump a bunch of ice in there, jump in, do a couple of minutes, jump out. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, the promo code there I think is Jared one zero zero nine three. I don't know. Just read the fucking thing below in the show notes. Like I said, um, so you can get $10 off your purchase at uh, the ice pod over there. And lastly, we got mybookie.com. So use the promo code sarcasmpod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks at mybookie.com. Uh, so thank you to all those guys. Thank you to you all watching, listening. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, good night, everybody. 